0: Oh, hey, didn't see you there. You just caught us behind the bar. (laughs) (laughs) You're fucking fake. My name's Chandler Phillips, and with me, as always, is your co-host, James Beery. And today, we talked a little bit about the circus, the magic of the carnival, and we wanted to get a little bit more in-depth on the cocktail we featured in this week's episode The Suffering Fools ah yes tasty little treat developed by a uh, Kevin Denton inspired some oh fuck I should have read 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 more of this initially anyway The Suffering Fools Cocktail a nice little summery beverage, fresh, sweet, crisp, and today we tried to use a little bit of Hendrix Orbium as our featured gin in this cocktail. James, would you like to tell the people a little bit more about the ingredients you used to craft this just delightful elixir?
1: So this is a very good, and very interesting, kind of simple you you did say summery kind of cocktail though it's winter and even in the winter in a nice warm snug house nothing's better than a nice crisp refreshing drink and this one features very simply one ounce of bourbon we used our simple house bourbon uh, can be really anything of a nice quality because right here we're trying to feature the next ingredient which is the gin which we're using the orbium which is a limited release from Hendrix, which everybody knows as your traditional kind of uh, bottom shelf gin in any bar is nice. Not I didn't say. Uh, I didn't true. I didn't it's not it's not under the bar. It's not the house. It's the bottom shelf. It's the bottom shelf. It's nice. It tends to be a little sweet, not too floral. While well, this one is a little bit bitter, a little floral with uh of course a quine, a little little quinated but not too much. a Little wormwood, and of course a little bit of that That lotus blossom. Mm. And of course, we topped that with a little bit of fresh lime juice. What, half ounce of agave because I'm vegan, so that's what you get.
0: Mm. Traditionally, it's honey,
1: correct? Yes, but I think the agave works, personally, in my opinion, a little bit better. I don't think honey's very sweet. Mm. I think honey's earthy, which I like. But I think the sweetness of the agave kind of pairs really good with the bitter and floral Hendrix Gin, which
0: is why I'm kind of okay with it. And of course you can... It's just such a beautiful melody together. Hit it with the ginger juice. And of course we got that ginger juice which is just typical ingredients of ginger and pressed water. ginger and water. Yeah. yeah,
1: but I, you know, you can you can usually find it uh, in your local uh, liquor store or uh, shop wherever you get your bitters at. They tend to have it in a refrigerated section or non-refrigerated. It's a little expensive, but it you know. You can make it yourself, very simply.
0: Found in, like, the mixers and accoutrement sex- section. Yes. A little bit more about Hendrix Orbium. It's a quinated spirit, as we previously said, meaning it has a little bit more of that uh, uh, bitterness that you'd expect from a gin and tonic without necessarily needing the tonic. However, that does bring down the alcohol content, the alcohol by volume percentage, uh, instead of the typical... 44 to 45 percent range of your classic hendrix we're now brought down just to, just 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 a couple of points to 43.5 i didn't notice that. that oh that's due to the quination. i like
1: that's very interesting a lot of people don't like the flavor of the quinine though so the quality of the quinine is usually the contributing factor to that originally used as a medicinal supplement really yes
0: and uh, what do you know like what in tonics
1: that's why it's called tonic, tonic. water oh. tonic water originally I don't have any notes on this The tonic water initially was utilized as kind of like a tonic if you were ill if you had the sniffles or a cold mm-hmm. then you would be given a little bit of tonic because of course it glowed, it glowed in the dark so people thought that it uh had medicinal properties because it was spooky ah uh, yes
0: that's why it's called Dr. Dre's the tonic um i'm sorry i know we were trying to take this more seriously Uh, a little bit more about hendrix Orbium. you know they use their classic hendrix base which features uh, a milder gin not so dry that's just kind of bolstered by lighter flavors of cucumber and rose and here with the blend of wormwood extract and lotus blossom those elements uh, are kind of pulled in both sides of that spectrum um both increasing its floralness and increasing a little bit of that earthy bitterness. So in my overall uh, deduction of this, I'd say Hendrix Orbium is a bit of an enhanced Hendrix gin spirit. And I think because of those enhancements, it really lends itself to be a, uh, a solo featured liquor if if you need it to be like i'm a big fan of gin and it's a very palatable gin it's not too sharp or anything and typically just a couple of ice cubes and some hendrix orbium and i'm having a great night but the cocktail we got it in right now the uh suffering fools is also quite delicious and kind of gives me the the vibe of like adjacent to a spring mimosa it's hmm. it's not too orangey, and it still has that kind of light citrus bounce. Um, it doesn't have the fizz per se, but it is uh, uh, just as refreshing and can give you just that little bit of hair of the dog to get you going the next morning.
1: Ooh, I, I think I kind of agree with you here. Another thing I think is very interesting is that um, in being particularly floral, one of the reasons I think one of the reasons I think that Hendrix is so popular is that it's not particularly juniper heavy. And a lot of people are not a huge fan of the heavy juniper flavor. That's
0: true. You're not you're not drinking a pine forest. Which I,
1: while I like, and you tend to get that from a traditional uh, American or London dry gin, you're not really getting that from this kind of gin. So in this kind of cocktail, what you're getting is something very floral.
0: Well, that, it's also not a traditional... London dry in fact it's from Scotland um, yeah the place of origin some some would say even more counterintuitive to uh, English dry uh, oppression um, <laughs> that's why I
1: think it's it's super, it's super great it doesn't have those features so it's more accessible mm-hmm. But it's a little bit more but it's definitely more floral and I definitely think with the use of agave or honey it kind of gives it a little bit of a taste of honeysuckle.
0: Ooh, I really like that flavor note you brought up, honeysuckle, because that's, you just put, pin the needle on the head. Is that the... Yeah, and um, we
1: have to take 10 seconds just to mention, of course, that the bourbon, in this particular instance, while it's half of the alcohol content, enhances, in my opinion, the kind of flavors we get, because bourbon,
0: mm-hmm.
1: traditionally a little bit of vanilla, which is a floral flavor
0: a tad bit on that you know so you
1: know it's also a little sweet with the cherry Ooh. you know what i mean and also of course it has a little bit a little bit of more of a kick with the ethanol mm-hmm. and the flavorings
0: and the barrel flavoring i find tends to blend with that wormwood just a little bit better than a traditional gin would try to ease that bridge now i must say
1: this cocktail is normally used with beef either. Which is a London dry gin. However, I think that the reason is because that is particularly bitter and strong. But I think that this accomp- I think this company is a little bit more fun and silly.
0: You know, I can't help but agree with you on that fun and silly point. Like, well, I think I think I might have told you earlier. Um, you know, this really has kind of like a spring mimosas vibe. What also it kind of reminds me of is just you know having an evening playing bridge with the girls, or, I mean, I guess. In my case, it's P-Knuckle, but uh, um, it's it's very drinkable, very excitable, and very dynamic. And with that, uh, thanks for joining us behind the bar today. I've been Chandler Phillips. And I'm James Beery. And uh, please tune in to our Was That in Good Taste episodes and for more Behind the Bar.